LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Dale Holland, Cove Ramblers midfielder. Thanks a million for uh, taking some time out to speak to us on the podcast this week. Um, I suppose after last season with Cove Ramblers, um, this season has been pretty, I'd say you'd be pretty happy with it at this stage, your position in the table and how results have gone so far. Uh, yeah, this season's been a lot better than last season. Even the coach and staff and stuff seem to be more up to date on games and info and stuff. We've brought in a few bodies as well, to be fair, it's helped the squad. So, yeah, we're happier how we're doing, but could be doing better, in my opinion. Where do you think you could be doing better? Where, what what are the little issues you might see need tweaking? Uh, there's been a few games there where we dropped points that we shouldn't really have. And there's been a few games we drew that we should have won and stuff like that. So, for a player like me, anyway, that just irritates me. That's how it goes, I suppose. When you say a player like you, how do you mean, or what kind of what kind of player are you like mentally and that kind of way? I just want, I just want to win every game. I don't care who we're playing against. I just want to win. What what's your mood like around the house? I, I think uh, as I, I think you've mentioned me off air. You're you're living in Middleton. What what do you what's Dale Holland like around the house after defeat? Uh, he probably couldn't talk to me for a day or two. To be honest. Just go into my room, throw on Netflix, stay there for a day, come out for food, that's it, go back in, watch TV again. Don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah, yeah I totally get that. You, you get that with with so many, um, I suppose, pros who are desperate to win games. But look, I, and I actually I was interested because I know you, you said recently um, in an interview that uh, it was the Bray Wanderers game, the 2-2, and you mentioned draws that you're really disappointed with. What do you kind of learn from games like that? Um. Especially up in Bray and we drew two all and they went down to 10 men. I don't know, we, we didn't go for it as much as we should have, in my opinion. And we know now if we go against a team that are down to 10 or we're 2-1 down again, we just have to go for it. And just not sit back and not worry about what they're going to do and worry about ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I know you spent a bit of time at Cork City. Um, you obviously came through at Cork City and then you go to play for Cove Ramblers. Was it a big kind of... Um, was that a big decision to make or was it a big kind of change for you going from a city club to playing for Cove Ramblers? Um, it was and it wasn't. Uh, I kind of went, I was at City for six years. Uh, I loved every minute of it, to be honest. It was class up there. And then I wasn't getting in, so then I decided I need to play every week. Just decided to go on to Cove and to be honest, I've loved it since I went down there as well. So everything's grand at the moment. Yeah, and you've been getting good crowds at Coleman's Park as well. It's been, there seems to be a really good bond there between the supporters and the players. Is that something you fed off yourself in games, especially the home matches, of course? Yeah, exactly. When we're playing at 5 o'clock or 7.45 at home and the place is packed. So we just love it. Like It's, it's a big help to all the players, I think, not just me. And uh, hopefully we'll have that for the rest of the season as well. I know uh, one of your famous supporters will be Sonia O'Sullivan. I don't suppose you've seen her down around the ground on match night, have you? Uh, she came in for a, a talk there not too long ago, but I haven't seen her since that, no. That's interesting. Yeah, what, what kind of uh, talk did she give you uh, in the dressing room? I was kind of at the start of the season. She just came in and was on about the mentality behind being professional footballers or professional runners or whatever. She was just giving her, her insight to what she was like helped a lot to be fair the way she talked about like the way she trained and 
the way she treated her body and how she was in the gym, I think the whole squad took it on board, to be honest. Yeah, I suppose she's she's got that gritty determination she always had uh, during her athletics career. And is that something you feel you've kind of employed now yourself going into games and even, as you mentioned, just the fitness side of it off the pitch as well? Yeah, I think all the lads have, to be honest. This year, like, everyone looks fit, healthy, strong. I think that's the reason why we're getting all the results we're getting is because everyone wants to win and it's not just going out to play a game. Like, everyone wants to win a game every week we go out, so... Helped a lot to be fair. Interesting, you mentioned the coaching as well that you've been getting this season. Obviously, Shane Keegan uh, has taken over at the start of the season and or last year, and then you know he would be a guest, a regular guest on off the ball. I'm just kind of interested to know what has he done, what kind of style of football does he like you to play, how does he influence you before you go out and play games? Uh, he's very tactical and very stats wise, and he's very good at all that. Uh, for every game, we know everything about the opposition, whether it be their right back, their striker, everyone knows everything about every player that we're playing against. So that's fantastic the way he can do that. And Fran Rocket coming back as well. He's one of the best coaches I've ever had anyway, so it's helped as well. Yeah, I hear Fran's main name mentioned a lot when it comes to people uh, mentioning good coaches. What what's makes, makes Fran such a, a special coach? Uh. To me, anyway, he'll just put, even if I'm having a good or bad training session, he'll push me and he'll tell me what I need to do. He'll give out to me if he needs to be. But then after training, he's just back to a normal self. He's sound. He'd say that's the way it is. Like when you're training, you're training. And when you're not, we can be buddies. So I like that a lot, anyway. Yeah, I think that's one thing players always say is that they want honesty from their coaches and managers, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, he has no problem if I have a bad game. Like, you've no problem telling me that I was shocking there. Like, and I can't send them back. I'll just take it on board and go into the video analysis room and go through what I was shocking at. And he, he'll, to be fair to him, he'll, every part of your game, he'll work on with you. So he's fantastic, to be fair. Now, Dale, before I interviewed you, I was going through your stats. Okay, now to bring up a bit of a delicate issue here. Um, I'm looking through the numbers and I see the big number nine there and I'm kind of going, Jesus, has he, has he got a lot of assists here this season? And I'm hang on a minute. That's yellow cards. What's going on here, Dale? Nine yellow cards already this season. <laughs> yeah, uh, Shane and Fran have both been trying to calm me down on the yellow cards, but... Uh, so, some of them aren't yellow cards in my opinion some of them are just harsh harsh yellows but yeah that's the thing I have to get out of my game I suppose but I'm a player that I do everything at 100 miles per hour when I'm pressing someone so I'm going to pick up yellow cards every now and again it's just the way it is you have a, you have a chance now on this platform Dale to maybe have a go with the teammates here because I don't know if you remember that Crystal Palace game against Manchester United Casemiro got sent off for a second yellow but it was because Bruno Fernandes gave him a terrible pass so it, would you say that maybe a lot of it's down to your teammates just not playing well enough for you <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that no no they're all good lads to be fair nah right. I, I picked them up on my own to be fair <laughs> I, I joke. Listen, um, at the weekend, I suppose it was a busy bank holiday weekend for all the clubs in the League of Ireland. You get that defeat away to Wexford, but then recover with the win against Longford Town. So how? what's the feeling in the squad after that mixed weekend? Um, well, we were all very disappointed with the result up in Wexford. It felt when we went to one, one all, we were going to go on to win the game and then concede it again. To be honest, it was heartbreaking. And then Monday, 
went out, performed well, I think, and got the win against Longford. So now just looking forward to Friday against 3D. Hopefully get the three points there and go into the mid-season break happy. Yeah, absolutely. And look, Longford Town, I have to say, from seeing some of their games and and looking at their results so far this season, really hard side to break down. So a victory against them, is it's a really good three points. Yeah, exactly. They're a good team. Even when we played them up in Longford, to be honest, I thought we were a, they were a better team and they should have beat us, but we came out of there with a draw. So it's a very good result to beat them 1-0 at home. Absolutely. Well, look, you mentioned Treaty United. It's funny, I, I always mention when I, the fixture comes up between Treaty and Cove or Treaty and Cork, whatever the case may be, is a Munster derby. Is that the kind of way the players approach this game? Is there a bit more kind of tension between the two clubs because you, you are Munster clubs? Um, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. To me, it's just another game. Like, and We want to go out and win. Some of the lads might get more geared up thinking that some months of derby but me myself like I just think there's another game to be honest um, What did you think of Treaty United in your previous meetings with them this season? Uh, I don't think they've performed to the, the team that they should they should be high on the table in my opinion they have the players do it they just haven't clicked yet so it'll, it'll be a tough game they have some good players and we know that we have to be on it every week in this league to pick up points so yeah, absolutely. Look, you're you're in fourth position there at the moment. Twenty six points, the same as Athlone Town. It looks like Galway and Waterford are kind of pulling away from the pack there. I suppose the halfway point this season in the position that you are, do you think it would be a major blow, a major disappointment if you didn't make the playoffs this season? Is that a kind of minimum target now for Cove Ramblers? Uh, yeah, definitely. That we said at the start of the season that the the aim was the playoffs. So to not get the playoffs would be devastating to be honest to the whole squad because we do work so hard and it's the least that we want this season is to be in the playoffs and have that chance of going up so Yeah one of the players just I wanted to ask you about as well was Wilson Waweru who seems to have really stood out this season can you tell me a bit about him and, and why he looks like such an exciting and good player uh, Willie, Willie's a good player yeah he's I've, I've played against Willie Underage actually with Cork City against Galway loads of times and he's ha- has been able to get in really up in Galway and he's come down here and he's been fantastic nearly every game he's played and he's quality so he can keep doing it now for the rest of the season and get us into that playoffs and hopefully hold on to him for next season Yeah absolutely if you were to describe him to someone you hadn't seen him playing like what, what kind of player would you describe him as? Um, I don't know I'm... I don't know, he works he works hard for the team. He does everything, gets goals, he works hard for the team, he wins headers, he'll chase someone back to his own box. He does everything to be honest, to be fair to him. Yeah, yeah. Just ask you finally then as well, Dale, the cup draw was made this week. You've got uh, a premier division team in U C D, but they're bottom of the table and I'm sure they're probably more concerned with trying to stay in the top flight. Do you think it's a, a good draw for Cove Ramblers and would you fancy a cup run this year? Uh, I, I'm happy out with the draw anyway because I think if you're looking for the, the teams that are lower below you and you're not really challenging yourself so picking teams that are in the lower lower side of the Premier Division be even enough to ourselves I think anyway so I'm really looking forward to that Great stuff Well listen Dale you've been very good with your time thanks a million and uh, best of luck for the rest of the season and this weekend against Treaty No worries thanks bud LOI Match Day 
on Off The Ball. Bohemian's assistant manager, Gary Cronin. Thanks a million for joining us after a very busy bank holiday weekend. Um, what's your immediate reaction? I suppose a disappointing defeat to close it out after a good win at the 80 Park against Sligo Rovers. Yeah, the, the, the immediate feeling same is, is obviously disappointment. Um, just felt it was a, a frustrating enough game. We, we didn't play as well as we did on Friday night. And, um, you know, we had some good passes to play, but without creating too many chances and so on, you know, it's, it, it can be hard to play against a flat five at times. But, um, Look, a lot of teams do that. We need to find our ways. But we had a couple of half chances in the first half and we were just more, more overall disappointed in, in, in manner of defeat when we got ourselves back into the game and um, to concede a goal six seconds, seven seconds from the restart is, is criminal, really. And uh, yeah, a little bit golf back to that. So hopefully we get the full benefit and learn from that and make sure it doesn't happen again. But yeah, both the goals we conceded yesterday were disappointing because we just felt that it's not like us. You know, the opposition... Two players felt them, uh, found themselves in too much space in their own box and they punished us. And um, yeah, so we need to get the full benefit, as I say, from that and learn from it. For if it happens again, that that, that we're, we're, uh, we, we, we prevent those goals from happening. But it's a it's a result that uh, I suppose the, the real reason we're so disappointed is because we got ourselves back into it late on. As you can see, we were all eager to try and win it. And um, our focus was on winning the game. And within those few seconds after the restart, we never thought about, you know, losing the game. Um, and when you go up to the likes of Turner's Cross, if you can't win the game, just try your best not to lose it. And, and, and unfortunately, that wasn't the case last night and we came away with nothing. Wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world. Obviously, we wanted to win the game. Um, wouldn't have been the worst in the world if we came away with a point away from, away from home down at Turner's Cross after picking up three points there at the start of the season. But unfortunately, it wasn't to be. And the, the incident after the equaliser, it's something that we were in this morning uh, discussing, having a look at heated discussions, um, stuff that had to be said and done, and 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 we had that as a group of people, a really really good group. Uh, our job now is to react to that and uh, react in a, in a really positive way on Friday night against Derry. Yeah, I wonder is Declan because he came across as quite angry in his post match interview, understandably last night. Um, and when you review that, then the following morning, is it a thing where it's a player led conversation, or is Declan kind of quite you know eager to point out? Where certain players need to really, I suppose, to pick up and to and to do their jobs properly. Yeah, look, Declan's been been fantastic. He's, he's had one window and he's he's built a really really good group. Um, the characters in the group are, are, are really really good people and characters. There's no no bad eggs in our group. We've uh, even the lone players that come in the UK have been really really good around the place and in the group. Um, but football is and sport is 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 not always rosy and. Sometimes things happen in the game where honest things need to be said. Um, Declan's uh, feelings after the game would have mirrored everybody's feeling in our dressing room. Nobody went out there for those incidents to happen, but they did. And we have to man up and take responsibility as a group. And then there's individual things. And to be fair, the individuals this morning, you know, would have uh, taken their responsibility saying that shouldn't have happened. But the immediate, like, I've been a manager for a few years myself and I knew exactly how Declan was feeling yesterday. It's, that we all hate being interviewed after a defeat, particularly a defeat where it's as sore as that one. Um, where you know just your stomach is churning with, with, with anger over the manner in which we conceded that goal, uh, particularly the second goal, both goals really, but particularly the second goal after dragging ourselves back into it. So sometimes we'd love not to do the interviews afterwards, you know, <laughs> with the emotion right and high. 
Um, but they obviously that's part of the job and they have to be done. So, you know, but you reflect overnight, you don't get much sleep and, and, and you come in the next day and, and our job when stuff like that happen as as coaches and managers, that's why that's why we're in the job. It's easy to manage, you know, you we won two 0 against Sligo the weekend. We had a great start to the season, obviously won seven and nine. And in those moments it's it's easier, not easy, but easier to manage like when you're winning. You know, but a, a, a manager and the and, and the staff really show their true colours for, you know, when 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 the chips are down and, and things are going against you, and that's where they really show what they're all about and how can we make this turn around sooner rather than later. And I think we've shown that this season. I think most of the time when we've had a defeat, we've gone and and, and not lost the next game. Um, won on a few occasions. Like we we lost the Rovers and we went up to Derry and won. Um, um, there's other incidents like that. You know, we haven't gone. Uh, once we went back to back defeats, we we put a stop to that. You know that's that's part of the job to make sure you don't go on a run of defeats where it's going to really hurt you over the course of the season. Um, and, and you know that can be really strong in that in that respect. So we're hoping for a reaction on 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 Friday. We will get the reaction on Friday. It's going to be a really tough game because obviously Derry are on the back of a defeat themselves. So um, both teams are going in similarly need need a reaction. Um, but yeah, look, uh, we've been good in that respect. You know, we've had a, a poor result and uh, we'll go turn it around now on Friday, hopefully. Yeah, it was interesting. The, I actually commentated for LOI TV on that uh, recent match against Derry City. It's fair to say the visitors kind of controlled a lot of possession in that game at Daly Round Park. I'm not sure if that was a kind of a, a plan from Bowes to try to let them have the possession and try and hit them on the break of counter-attacks. But would it be a similar approach at the Brandywell this Friday or would you hope to maybe assert yourselves more on the game? Well, look, we, we played Derry twice, obviously, up there. Um, when you reflect back on the game up in the Brandywell, we, we actually started the game really well up there, 15, 20 minutes, um, controlled a lot of possession and uh, we're up to, we got up the pitch a lot and, and then Derry controlled a lot of the remainder of the half, you know, the good to, it's quite even, you know. Um, and then we caught them, caught them on the break in the second half with the, with the penalty and so on. Very tight game, but a, a really, really well drilled um, organised defensive display from us without the ball uh, and we were effective with the ball at times the one in Dellyman Park look it was a, it, it was a game that Derry threw something a little bit different over the formation wise not playing with an out and out centre forward but really the, the I mean you were commentating on that game Stephen but re- really the um, the key moment in that game was was toward the minute in the red card and that mm-hmm. and that really really did determine the, the flow of the game particularly for the remainder of the half um, we had to get the grips with that. That <laughs> unfortunately wasn't our first time playing with ten men. Um, and the most important thing was, you know, to get into half time still in the game. And again, we were really disappointed conceding the goal we conceded because I didn't think it was anything to do with being down to to ten men so soon after the red card, and effectively that cost us the game. But the second half of play in particular in that game, like the second half of play against Patterson, we were down to ten men. Was outstanding by the players, um, and the one thing I will say about about the group of players, you know, they they, they respond well to being, to being, uh, to you know, to being down or down to ten men because against Pats, I, I felt we should have got a result. We didn't, unfortunately. We had a great chance after going three, getting the second goal back, and against Derry, we had um, not not so much clear chances, but with a, with a lot of pressure on Derry in the second half, they didn't come out and 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 you know. Tears open and play four or five clear good chances. Uh, we had a fair share of the ball and we put them under a lot of pressure. And, and the whole game plan between Declan and ourselves was, you know, to stay in the game until the last 15 minutes, which we did against a quality side. 
And uh, yeah, we put the pressure on and, and a couple of half chances, a couple of situations in their box that may have fell a different way in a different day. We might have got a result out of the game, but that was a difficult one to to, to really analyse from a, um, you know, you're saying there he had a lot of possession and so on, but you know, you, you'd expect that, that with him being down to 10 men. But I will say about that game, with us being down to 10 men rather, what I will say about that game, Stephen, is Derry did start that game very well. Um, they did have a good bit of possession at 11 v 11 without really creating too much uh, chances-wise. And, um, yeah, the key moment in that game with the red card. So hopefully uh, we won't be too, coming across that situation on Friday. We can have the full complement on the pitch. Absolutely. Um, at the halfway point of the season, Gary, and I suppose we're game in hand. If you're to win that game in hand, you're in the top three. And I think a lot of supporters at the start of the season might not have expected to qualify for Europe this year, maybe thinking that there could be stronger squads ahead of them. But I think uh, they've been very impressed with the way uh, yourself and Declan have gone about your work. And as you mentioned, Declan making the signings he's made. Do you think now qualifying for Europe is something that you need to achieve from this particular position you're in now? Well, you, you, you may not get the opportunity um, you know, as the seasons go by, it's a very, very tough league and everybody's competing for those places. When you look at the league t- table at the moment, um, you know, I suppose the expectation with, with how strong Rovers can be and what they can achieve is, well, will they win the league? You know, we'll try and stop that. Other teams will try and stop that. But there might be an expectation for them to go on and win it. Um, there's still a hell of a lot of football to be played. And as you say, we have a game in hand and we have to play Rovers twice. And a lot of teams, we all have to play each other again. So, um, but after that, you're looking at, you know, um, there's probably six teams fighting for the remaining spots there, you know, realistically. Um, one or two other teams below that might make a, a late surge and, and look to them if they do. But, you know, you look at Pats recently, they're in good form. You know, but, you know that was to an end, I, I, I assume. It's like ourselves, we won 7 9 at the start of the season. But the point we're at at the moment, just over halfway point of the season, you know, some famous managers always say if you're in the mix at the halfway point of the season you're in a good spot to push on so I think the window is going to be vitally important for a lot of the squads uh, a lot of the clubs and and we're doing our, we're doing our work on that as well to try and improve ourselves but um, yeah we, we we want to do as well as we can and the best achievement for us is obviously getting into the, those European spots obviously we have the cup as well uh, a nice easy draw against Shells at home <laughs> as we saw today I'm great yeah, I was great. going to ask you about that one actually Gary because uh, yeah I think neutrals who uh, watched that game live um, might have been groaning when they seen those two names coming out of the hat this afternoon. Uh, do you expect a more exciting match in the cup? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, uh, um, there's certain games that do be, you know, do more taxing on the on, on on the mind from a tactical point of view, and you know, certainly Shells are a, a well organised side. You know, I know Damien, and he's, uh, he's he has them well drilled. Obviously, defensively, they're well known for it. Look, you just need to look at the amount of goals conceded, uh, and they're well drilled. Um, and they can be hard to break down with the with the way they play. It's for a neutral, as you say, probably doesn't make for a brilliant game. And managers can't really, you know, can't really think about that too much. They have to worry about their own team. So, you know, when there's a you know, nil all draw or very few goals in the game or in a fixture, it can be frustrating for a neutral. But look, I mean, that's the way football is. You have to find different ways to break teams down. But hopefully, um, when we played them in the league, in the league the week before, uh, so we play each other twice within a week. Um, and hopefully, the cup game might be something like of a, a Liverpool Everton in nineteen eighty nine, where it's a four all draw or something like that. You know, you never <laughs> never know what will come out. Football's a funny old game, but it's a it's a really really fantastic cup tie to look forward to. I think. 
We had a 3-2 between Shells and Drada last night, so you never know. Just quickly, mm. ask you, Gary, as well, because I know a lot of Bohemian supporters have been talking about Johnny Afalabi. He's been out for a couple of games now. Will he be back this weekend? And can you see his confidence getting to a point where you might actually start to see him banging in a few goals at some stage this season? Because his, I suppose his, his hold-up play, his link play has been really, really excellent this season. It's just the goals that he's short of. Yeah. Look, uh, John... Um fantastic person John he's uh, he's obviously looking to have a really really uh, good season and I spoke about John before a number, he asked me first about his injury um, his injury is you know it's a, it's a, it's a rolled ankle there's a specific incident that happened against Gels and it's it sort of giving him mixed messages at the moment you know where it's, it's feeling good uh, one day and then there's a real soreness when he tries to train on it you know so um, our medical department are sorting that that, that out. I hope to have him back sooner rather than later. Um, uh, at this moment in time, I'm just not too sure whether it is the weekend or not. Um, hopefully we have him back as soon as possible, and if that's the weekend, great. Um, but that may or may not happen. But in relation to to John, obviously John is a as you say his his hold up play is excellent, and he's that type of centre forward that puts fear into centre halves with his strength and power, and he he's quick when he gets going as well. Um, but we, we've had these discussions and, and as a new group, uh, Stephen, things take time to evolve and, mm. um, you know, there's probably a change in the way way the, you know, we, we've implemented what, 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 what type of football we want to play and and a lot of that involves the centre-forward being the pinnacle of it and, 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 and the whole of play and then, and then the issues come after that. Go, okay, if I'm, if I'm getting involved in the whole of play so much, how am I going to get into the box and, and, and that part and, and that's stuff that we've been working out with all our centre forwards and 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 our advanced players. And um, but one of the bottom line for John is that he, he wants to score more goals. Now part of that is on is on him as well. He knows that you know he's had chances to have more goals than he has so far this season. Um, but you know as uh, as a group, you know basically what we want to do is we want to create as many chances. And we were speaking about it before. We want to create as many chances as we can in the in the opposition's box and by doing that we need to get many bodies into the box not just John Afalabi or centre forward so um, and if we do that I think the goals will come from and I just think it might be a case for John where you know if he can get back to back goals he might go on a run of of, of uh, you know um, uh, a goal scoring spree which would be the, uh, uh, great for us but you know from every coach and manager's point of view I know he John needs to be selfish and needs to score goals we've had a really really good spread of goals you know mm-hmm. we've scored a lot of goals this year, um, I think we're on twenty eight or, or something like that, and we, you know, we want to score more, obviously. But um, you know, we've got them from many sources. Uh, there's not very many players who haven't scored for us this year, you know, which is a good sign. But of course, you'd like to have a consistent goal scorer in the centre forward uh, or an advanced midfielder. And um, yeah, we feel John John can still be that for us when he gets going again. Like I said, if he can get a couple back to back, you might get the confidence to be able to bang in a lot of goals between now and the end of the season. But yeah, getting them back on the pitch is, uh, is the priority at the moment. Great stuff, Gary. Well, listen, you've been very good with your time. Uh, I hope you and the team have a safe trip to the brand new world this weekend. Brilliant, Stephen. Thanks a lot. LOI Match Day on Off the Ball.